Welcome everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are calling in from, wherever you are tuning in from, I should say. Good to have you with me as always. Today is the 28th of November 2022. As always, this is the bullish Bitcoin channel. You can see it here, my alternative to the BBC, where you are not going to get BS. You are going to get straight talking Bitcoin conversation. So smash the like button, share this out. I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, I can see people jumping into the chat. So uh, welcome, everyone. I will get to some of you shortly and say hello. Hopefully you can all hear me now. I've got my mic set up perfectly now. So uh, that's good. Right. Very quickly. For those that are new to the channel, it is so important you read this disclaimer. You're not going to get any financial advice here, people, so don't come looking for it. You certainly ain't going to get any technical analysis or any charts, so don't come looking for them. I don't know a great deal. I've just been in Bitcoin close to six years now, and I know it's the right place to be. And I just want to rant about it a couple of times a week. So if you're looking for technical stuff, I probably haven't got the channel for you. If you're looking for honesty, wear your heart on your sleeve stuff, um, then, you know, a, a, a crowd of people that are, you know, sort of not here. For, they're here for signal, not for just BS. Then maybe this channel is for you. If it is Great to have you here. Come and join us every Monday and every Thursday at 6 p.m. UK. It will be great to have you here. Again, if you're new, then do check out my websites, ukbitcoinmaster.com and bitcoininterviews.com. ukbitcoinmaster.com. All my videos are over there. Close to 500 now. Bitcoin interviews. That is where you're going to find the interviews that I've done today. I think there's over 70 there already. Uh, so 70 interviews with some of the greatest minds uh, in Bitcoin. Why wouldn't you want to go and check out bitcoininterviews.com? I don't get it. I was looking at the chat and chatting to people earlier and Chaz Oid said, currently watching your show from last Thursday. That was my interview with um, with Margot Paez uh, from the Bitcoin Policy Institute. A really interesting conversation. And I can only apologise for the stream freezing right near the end. But thankfully, you pretty well missed me saying goodbye and asking where people could find her. But we got through the content before everything froze. So if you are watching that, my sincere apologies that that happened. That is what happens when you live stream and you don't upload. And I prefer to live stream. Why? Because I want to interact with you guys in my audience. I want you guys to feel part of this show. Um, and when I say special, I mean, thank you for being here. I love your support. I love seeing you all turn up in the chat. That's why I go live for that reason. But of course, sometimes things can go badly wrong, as they did last Thursday. Talking of live streams, I am telling you now, I've said this loads of times, but if this one doesn't bomb out again, you are not going to want to miss this Thursday's live guest. Talk about mega person in the space. You want to be here on Thursday at 6 p.m. London. OK, so come and join me for that. Let me get rid of that. And finally, if I may, I just want to pop this up. You saw it on the intro. 
Not your keys, not your coins. If you haven't got that over the last three or four months and the last couple of weeks or more, where have you been? Coins are coming off exchanges in record numbers because people don't want their coins to disappear. So this channel is and always has been about buying your Bitcoin, getting it off an exchange into cold storage and then getting on and enjoying your life because life is precious and life is very, very short. And how simple could that be? Have a listen to this. That was easy. That was easy. That's how easy it is to do this thing. You don't need to then sit up watching the charts or worry about what is the next shoe to fall? Where is the next FTX coming from? You just need to buy it, hold it offline, and then get on with and enjoy your life. That's my advice now. It has always been my advice. Go back and look at the last four and a half years of my live streaming and you will see that. Okay, so who have we got with us? I saw Uncool Hodler earlier in the chat couple of hours before we started. So thank you for commenting. I don't know whether you're with us now uh, live, but either way, thanks. Uh, Yorkie Bitcoin is in the house. I can see John Gravit. Casso is with us. Casso, thank you for some of your kind words earlier. And uh, there was something Casso was talking about based on the thumbnail of the show, which is, you know, Bitcoin is not there for high transactions transaction speeds. And that's what we're going to talk about. And then Casso came back with some stuff around Liquid and Lightning Network and Cashew and Fedimint. And whilst I've heard of the Liquid Network, the Lightning Network, obviously, Fedimint, Cashew, I haven't. And I, I actually said that, Casso, you're way more clever than I am. And that's probably true. And he came back and said something really nice. And I want to thank you, Casso. He said, if I want to get tech, I go and discuss that elsewhere. I come to this channel for awesome people. Thank you. That is a really lovely thing to say. And that makes it all worthwhile when you're batting against the FUD that's out there and in this bear market. And we just keep churning these shows out uh, twice weekly, uh, every week. Joe Rotniak is with us. Joe, good to see you in the house. Uh, my lovely wife, Elaine, as always, an incredible support is in the house. Uh, Chazoid is here. Yorkie Bitcoiner, I've mentioned Johnny Midas coming in from the desert. I'm not going to read out what he just said, as he always does. Uh, Lance Hoddle is with us. Uh, good to see you, Lance. Stacking Richie. Uh, who else have we got? Um, yeah, Uncle Hodler is just give me a bit of a strong hand. Love it. Listen, i got to get on with the show, but I could just enjoy the show by saying hi to and interacting with you guys in the chat. That's the part I really love the most. Yorkie Bitcoin has said, give us a clue to Thursday, you teaser. Oh, no, absolutely not. Look, if this one comes off, and it has failed a couple of times, but if this one comes off, it is going to probably be my second largest personality in the space today. This person is flipping epic, I can tell you. And uh, yeah, Yorkie, if you think about it, and don't you dare put it in the chat, you'll probably get an idea who it is if you go back to our 21 million club. 
conversations. Don't put it in the chat, Yorkie. Uh, UK Bitcoin farmers join us. That's my nephew. Good to see you in the house uh, as always. Right. I need to crack on with the show. The trouble is I keep looking at the chat moving and I want to say hello to people. OK, so um, first things first, I want to go over to the desktop, as I always do. And I want to give a shout out to this dude, uh, BitcoinShirt.net. If you are looking for some great Bitcoin merch, look at this T-shirt. I love this. Um, this quote, and I can't read it now, it says, Hoddle. And it talks about what HODL is. And the idea of this this merch site is to wear something Bitcoin related, but looking after your OPSEC, operational security, without emblazoning Bitcoin right across it. And you know I wear hoodies and T-shirts with Bitcoin across it. I just wanted to give this guy a bit of a shout out because he sent me this hoodie. It's such beautiful quality. And I really love it. So do check out BitcoinShirt.net if you want some incredible merch. Very quickly, I don't run the show for financial gain. I don't need the financial gain. But people have said, how can we drop your tip? Well, there you go. There's some SATs addresses. And there's also a buy me a cup of coffee with crappy fiat uh, uh, address and, and QR code if you want to drop a tip. But you absolutely do not need to. OK, I will say this. I believe the last time I looked, um, my subscribers are 959. Who is going to help me get to a thousand subs? Those of you that are big on Twitter, please tweet this out and say, this guy's got a great channel if you think so, and don't if you don't, and he really wants to get to a 1,000 subs. Who's going to help me out? Because I'm telling you now, it has been weeks and weeks and probably months stuck from 900 to 959. And I just want for my own personal satisfaction to reach that 1,000 subs mark. So come on, you strong hand Bitcoiners. Who's going to help me out? OK, so the topic of today's show. Right. With everything that we've got going on, there is FUD everywhere. OK. And, you know, everyone's saying Bitcoin is dead. We'll come on to that a little bit after I've run my video. But here's the thing. People keep saying that don't understand Bitcoin. It's the granddaddy. It's the old fashioned one. There's new innovation coming. You know, what's going to be the big next Bitcoin killer, etc., etc. And you're going to hear all this FUD. And me, it just washes off like we use a saying here in the UK, like water off a duck's back. I don't listen to it. It doesn't bother me. But if you're new to the space, it can bother you. It can fudge you out of your Bitcoin. It can make you think, what am I doing? Should I perhaps get rid of this? I bought at 46. It's now 16. You know, should I get out of this? Oh, I don't know what I should do. And it can play with your head. When you've got a strong hand and when you understand a few things, it won't play with your head. How do you get that understanding? Proof of work, my friends. Proof of work. That means spending hours down the Bitcoin rabbit hole, watching YouTube videos, following Bitcoin maxes, people that understand why Bitcoin, not crypto. If you want me to try and understand that, oh my God, that'll be a train wreck. I know why Bitcoin, not crypto, 
but I don't want to get into trying to explain it on the show. That is for you, whoever you are, if you're new or if you don't have that mega bullish strong hand yet to go down the rabbit hole and do your research. But I remember back in 2017, if you're in the chat and you were in Bitcoin in 2017, type yes or do something because it'd be interesting to see who remembers the Segwit 2X debacle, the New York agreement and the block size war that was raging. Um, a guy, if you don't know, a guy called Roger Ver, he was uh, named at one point Bitcoin Jesus. He decided that he was really unhappy because the New York agreement, a load of big companies got together and wanted to make the block size bigger, which meant that you and I would not be able to run full nodes. That's simplifying it for the noobs. If the blocks are bigger, it means you would need massive hard drives to hold the Bitcoin blockchain on, um, you know, and then that people were trying to get over to this group that it is not about the speed. And the reason I'm saying that, if you're new, is this. I had to go and learn to understand about the block size wars, to understand what it was, why it happened. I had to learn about money. When you learn about money, you understand that the bearer instrument doesn't move. You build second layer solutions on top. And the best example I could give you is maybe when we were on the gold standard and gold was money and everything was backed by gold until 1971. And if you don't know about Richard Nixon in 71, there's another milestone you've got to go and learn about. Took us off the gold standard globally. Right. And then basically fiat currencies are not backed by anything but trust and belief that there's some value there, i.e., paper friggin' bit paper money that isn't real. Um, I'm waffling off on a tandem. But what I learned by reading a book called Layered Money by Nick Bartia, Layered Money, great book. It explains the different layers of money. And you don't want to settle with the bearer asset. You build layer two solutions, layer three solutions. So in conventional money, you know, you had things like PayPal and MasterCard and Visa to make payments, etc. OK, and Bitcoin. Hello, I must be doing something. OK, we got the uh, we got the trolls in the house with their hot girl tweets. Yeah, go on. Keep them going. Elaine, get rid of them out of the chat, sweetheart. Um, so uh, if you understand that, you don't want Bitcoin to move on the base layer. You want and Casso said it in the chat earlier. You want um, second layer solutions like Link Liquid, he mentioned, the Lightning Network, Fedimint, and the like. And if I just focus for a minute on the Lightning Network, you can move money across time and space in a heartbeat for fractions of a penny. Now, I might butcher this, but I remember a couple of months back, somebody moved something like $1.8 billion and it cost $8 to move it. $8 to move $1.8 Try doing that in TradFi or traditional finance, you know. So please understand all the narrative, all the FUD that is out there about Bitcoin is too slow. You know, it does six TPS transactions per second. It will never become money. We don't want it to. That's what the Lightning Network is there for. So how can I back up? For those watching this that are new 
or in the future just finding Bitcoin, how can I lend credibility to what I have just said to you all as somebody that's been down the rabbit hole for six years? I don't think there's anyone better to help underpin that than the, the incredible mind that is Jack Mallers. Now, Jack Mallers set up um, Strike. We don't have it here in the UK, but his goal is to take everything to zero, fees to zero. And this guy is a little genius and he is the future. People like him and Dylan LeClaire and, and people like that, they are the future of this thing. I'm an, o, an old git, an OG, whatever you want to call it, you know. I'll drop off this mortal coil at, at some point. But you guys that are in the 20s and your 30s, you are the people that are going to carry the baton forward. And I just, whenever Jack Mallers is on a TV network or he's on someone's podcast, I search him out and I find him and I listen to what he's got to say. So what I want to do now is run a two-minute clip from Jack Mallers and listen to what he says, people, and understand this is where I get what I say to you because I listen to people like him. I think, unfortunately, everything Sam said uh, was arguably factually incorrect. Everything from the speed in which... I've got to stop. I meant to caveat that with he's talking about what Sam Bankman freed or scam bankrupt fraud, as he's now called, uh, said uh, about Bitcoin will never be any good as a money. And this is what this was off the back at. So I'm going to start that again. I think, unfortunately, everything Sam said uh, was arguably factually incorrect. Everything from the speed in which Bitcoin transmits value all the way to its use of proof of work and the viability of something like proof of stake, which doesn't make any relative sense whatsoever. Um, just to be clear, I think this is a very important point to make. Bitcoin, in its original form at the base layer, is not optimizing for speed and payments. Bitcoin is trying to allow a digital instrument accessible to everyone in the world to exist forever yep. in a distributed, trustless manner. Bitcoin is trying to build a hard monetary asset that can be traded by enemies despite an appetite for war. And this is actually relevant in today's macro environment where we see dollars being seized by different nation states. Bitcoin is trying to replicate and build a harder, more digital form version akin to gold. And so Bitcoin's 10-minute block times and Bitcoin's proof of work are more bound to laws of physics and take yep. in the account of laws like the speed of light as opposed to Visa's transaction throughput. Bitcoin is trying to draw... Bitcoin is bringing a digital instrument and holding it accountable to the laws of physics. And it's allowing a physical digital rock to exist forever despite market conditions. Despite market conditions, that's the key here. And then once you have this thing that will never go down, that's accessible to everyone, that has predictable issuance of fixed supply and is bound to the realities of proof of work so that it has a distributed level of consensus and trust, then you can build payment standards on top of it that make it travel at the speed of light at relatively no cost. So let me be clear, the Lightning Network is not a blockchain. And that is why it will be the superior payments network to transport value digitally. Blockchains are built to build distributed, trustless, digital instruments. I love this kid. I really do. They are not optimized for speed and cost. You have to build these protocols in layers. And so everything Sam said, from proof of work 
to proof of stake, to the speed of payments is factually incorrect. And the last thing I'll say is it is extremely dangerous that there are people that are engineering themselves to be experts by spending a lot of time and money to be treated as an expert and then can be so factually incorrect. It is extremely dangerous. They are either acting maliciously or they are severely incompetent, but both carry the severe risk of disinformation that is tremendously dangerous and human resource costs are extremely high with attitude and behavior like that. So that's what I got to say about that. It's just plain speak wrong. The guy's is so, his mind is incredible and he's so right. There is so much bad signal out there. You know, people claiming to be experts. I never claim to be an expert in anything. I don't know much about anything. And I run this show because I've got a passion for Bitcoin, but I utilize people like this young kid that is like a genius and run my show through his, his words and people like him. And that's why I run these short video clips, because it's very easy for any one of you, you know, joining the show to think, who the hell are you? What do you know? I got no background in finance. I was a truck driver for over 20 years of my life. So what credibility have I got to say what Jack Mullers has just said? That's why I run those videos. Uh, Bram VDB is announced. Good to see you back, my friend. Uh, I saw John M. When bear market end? John, don't worry about that. You know, the macro environment's pretty rubbish out there. It might be a long stint. Just keep buying because you will regret buying when not buying when Bitcoin goes back to 30k, 40k, 50, 100, 150. And it will. We just don't have the magic wand. And I always say that Bitcoiners are made in bear markets. If you, whoever you are watching this, if you stick through this bear market with all the crap and all the rubbish and all the contagion from FTX and Luna and Celsius and everything else. And you stick in this and you come out the other side. You have just gone through an incredible lesson of how to hold through the down times and then the good times will come. And as Bram VDB has just said, patience. Yeah, you've got to learn patience. Bitcoin Meister taught me this. Patience. Learn patience. You've got to delay gratification. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. There won't be another Bitcoin people. And all these phrases that Bitcoin Meister has used and people used to think they're throwaway, they mean so much. And the one that I've grabbed hold of is personal responsibility is the new counterculture. Taking personal responsibility for your actions, for your finances, for your Bitcoin private keys, etc., etc., And that's what you've got to learn and get your head around in this space. Jody has joined us. Good to see you in the house. And yeah, the next halving is another day closer. I don't know how many days, around 500 days or something like that. I can't quite remember. But we are now over the hill and heading. We're nearer to the next halving than we are to the previous halving is what I'm trying to say. So my goodness, stick around for when all the FOMO starts coming as we lead up to a halving. Mind blowing. Fantastic. OK, we're going over to the desktop again. Uh, I did find a, find a few tweets. Here's one from Marty Bent, uh, you know, really hardened Bitcoin maxi. Uh, Sam Bank from Freed 
post-fraud unravelling, fluffed by the New York Times, Washington Post and Wall Street Journal, safe and comfortable in the Bahamas, tweeting without shame, still expected to speak at a conference. The soy king must have some Hunter Biden level dirt on people in power. Why hasn't this guy who has defrauded millions of regular people out of their hard-earned savings, job incomes, whatever it is, why hasn't he been arrested? Because he donated so much money to campaigns. Listen, don't ask me to explain it all, but from all the podcasts I've watched recently, it looks like he had them all in his pocket. He needs to be arrested right now for his fraud. This is appearing even worse than the um, the big Ponzi scheme that, that was out there. Madoff, was it Madoff? I can't remember his name. But this is terrible. I don't understand why this guy has not been arrested yet. It's it's beyond me. I don't I don't understand it. I really don't. Now, for those that buy into the Bitcoin is dead narrative, here is the Bitcoin blockchain since the record started. And what you want to look at is all these pullbacks where everyone, particularly mainstream media, were saying Bitcoin is dead. If you bought into that and sold your Bitcoin, what happened? as this pile dro drove up past a thousand. Then it dropped back again in 2015. Bitcoin's dead. Some weak hands sold their Bitcoin and said, ah, I'm out of the space. I'm done. Then they probably forgot about it. And then all of a sudden, Bitcoin went on this crazy run in, <coughs> in 2017. And then we had a massive pullback. And they said again, Bitcoin is dead. And then we've gone through the craziness of 2020, March 2020, and then the high of 69, then the pullback down to 15 and a half and where we are now around 16. And they're saying again, Bitcoin is dead. People, take a look at history and do not sell your coins. Buy more. And as Yorkie Bitcoiner has just rightly put out in the chat, zoom out. And when you zoom out, I think Bitcoin has had something like close to 400 obituaries, 400 reports on our oh, Bitcoin is dead. Don't buy into it. This is your one opportunity to get the equivalent of Amazon in the early 2000s when it crashed from $200 to $6. And now where is Amazon today? It is your opportunity to get the equivalent in Bitcoin. Because I'm telling you, at 16 grand, it is a steal. Yes, it may go down slightly lower before we hit the very bottom and we start to climb out of it. But I'm telling you now, if you try to time the bottom, you're going to miss out. And then you're going to regret it. And it's really weird because, you know, Bitcoin hits 69 grand and people say to me, nah, nah, that's too expensive. I'm not buying that. I'll wait until it goes cheaper. Then it goes cheaper and people go, no, nah, I'm not buying that. Now that's too risky. You can't win. All you watching this right now have to do is don't even listen to me. Don't trust. Verify. Do your research and you'll understand why I'm so passionate about all of this, people. Don't take my word for it. But look at history, as Yorkie rightly said. You know, Watch The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale on YouTube later. It's an eye-opener. 
Thank you, Casso. I will. Elaine, Earl Nightingale, The Secret. Yeah, The Strangest Secret. I'm sorry. What else have we got here? Okay, so if Bitcoin is dead, how come a few days ago this was tweeted out? One, the, the amount of Bitcoin addresses holding one BTC or whole coiners is going through the roof. Look at the right hand parabolic uptrend. If Bitcoin's dead, why are these addresses going parabolic? Because regular people like you and I are starting to get something's really wrong out there and they want to take control back by getting some Bitcoin or getting on to the life raft. If you're new to this channel, I liken Bitcoin to the equivalent of Noah's Ark. When Noah was trying to get people onto the ark because a flood was coming, they laughed at him. They mocked him. If you haven't seen the film with Steve Carell, um, I forget what it's called now, Evan Almighty, watch it. Whilst it's a good light-hearted film, there's a message in there if you're a Bitcoiner. And all we are trying to do with these channels is to get one person at a time to wake up and get on the ark because however you see it, the flood is coming. Things are getting progressively worse. Central bank digital currencies are frightening me to death with what they're going to do to control populations. It's really scary. And loads and loads of regular people are sussing that out. <coughs> Excuse me, Stefan Levera. I've had him on my show back in the early days. He's an Australian Bitcoiner, a really clever guy. He's got his own podcast as well. And I'm trying to think what it's called. I think it's the Stefan Levera podcast, I think. Can't quite remember, but great guy. Macro, really clever. He said, and what I've been saying, not your keys, not your coins. Some learn this the easy way. Others learn the hard way. If you have some Bitcoin on exchanges, any amount of significant Bitcoin, a few hundred quid's all right, dollars is all right. You know, mind you, a regular person don't really want to lose that. But the point is, if you lost a couple hundred quid, you'd be a bit pissed. If you lost a couple of thousand or 10,000, you'd be gutted, especially if you're a regular person working hard to stack those sats. So the point is, learn about hardware wallets. My hardware wallet of choice is the Trezor. Um... I do a few consultations, not many, but if anybody wants a consultation on how you would do that, in the show notes at the bottom, you can book a 30-minute um, session with me, a 60-minute session if you want in SATs. It's all down there. You don't have to. I don't want anybody to. But if somebody does reach out, of course, I would help them. Um, but, you know, it is worth paying a few SATs out to do this properly and not learn your hard-earned Bitcoin. And one of the reasons is not your keys, not your coins. I love this one. I found this one. This is so beautiful. If you look at this, on the left in the bottom corner, this is confidence levels when you first find crypto uh, from low up to high. Okay. So a lot of people get into crypto and they, they, it all gets pumped up. And then there's a pumper dump scheme. They lose. The coin goes under like we've seen recently. Um, they lose all their crypto. It comes piling down. Many will leave the space. Some will stay in the space and discover why Bitcoin. And then they'll start to self-educate. And then as they self-educate and learn more, they'll understand more and they'll buy more 
Bitcoin. Then, as I said a few minutes ago, they'll get hardened by the bear markets that we're in right now. Then they'll start to teach Bitcoin to others. I never thought I'd be teaching people about Bitcoin and why they should Bitcoin. And then ultimately, they become what we call a Bitcoin maxi. Now, they say Bitcoin maxis are very, very toxic. I'm a Bitcoin maxi, but I'm not toxic in as much as I don't want conflict. I'm not going to go and do what Corey Clipston does. He's been on my show too, uh, bitcoininterviews.com. Um, but, you know, those maxis, those toxic maxis, people like Corey Clipston, they have saved hundreds of thousands of people from losing their life savings in some of these crappy crypto coins that have got no utility, that are really pump and dump schemes. So understand that you may have been in crypto and got burned. Don't put off learning about Bitcoin and then understanding why Bitcoin. And then over time, I'm telling you, you'll ultimately become a Bitcoin uh, maxi. And now, if you want a lesson in why you buy and hold and learn delayed gratification, I saw a video out on Twitter two or three days back. I think um, Jordan from the Bitcoin Collective um, tweeted the video out and I took a screenshot of it. How many people would love to have got 3.85 Bitcoin for a pound? Yeah. Now, I want you to think about that because right now at 16K, okay, that is the equivalent of 16K versus a million dollar Bitcoin. It's not exact like for like, but you take the point. If you knew back then what one Bitcoin would be worth at 16 grand, 3.85 Bitcoins you could buy for a pound, how many would you buy? So if you know, none of us know, but if you know here that Bitcoin's going to a million dollars and beyond, which I absolutely believe it is, and I really hope it's in my lifetime, um, unless he takes me early with a bit of luck. I'll see that. Um, I'm telling you, it's going to go 1 million, 5, 10, 20 million and some down the road when I'm definitely not here. And if you believe that, you've got to understand the one pound will get you nearly 3.85 Bitcoin or 16 grand is going to get you a million dollars of net worth some point in the future, probably by 2030, if you listen to the likes of Kathy Wood, uh, etc. from ARK Invest. Now, they don't know that. They just look at all their graphs and all their charts and previous price history. But, you know, keep in mind, none of us have got a crystal ball. You know, I don't think anybody's going to come in and shut Bitcoin down. It's too big. It can't happen. But, you know, I'm saying don't ever invest what you're not prepared to lose, because even what we've invested, if it went, I'd probably vomit for three weeks solid and then I'd just get on with life because I'm not my Bitcoin hasn't stopped my day to day living my life and us doing what we do and, you know, enjoyment with our family, going on vacation, holiday, etc. It hasn't stopped any of that. I'd just be pig sick because I've lost all my investment. And that's what you should always do. Never invest what you're not willing to lose. I'm not saying you're going to lose it. But if you listen to the like of, you know, Greg Foss and others, Bitcoin is the best asymmetric bet in living human history. 16K, a million a coin and some. Think about it, people. There you go. So that's your show. I have got a quote, as I've always got a quote, and I found this one and I love it. A positive attitude 
will have positive results because attitudes are contagious. I've had many people reach out and say to me, look, we don't come to your channel for deep, in-depth knowledge. We come to your channel, as Casso said, because I love the awesome people. People reach out to me and say, look, your passion is contagious. Your enthusiasm we buy into. I don't have a crystal ball. I'm just extremely bullish and enthusiastic about being around Bitcoin, involved in Bitcoin, talking Bitcoin twice a week um, on my show. That's it, people. You've got to not take anything I say as advice. You've got to go and dig in proof of work. Do the research. Learn why Bitcoin. And then my strong advice that is not financial advice, get some. But remember one thing when you get some, get it offline because I'm going to do this again. Not your keys, not your Bitcoin. They own it, not you. You have your keys, you own the Bitcoin. You lose the keys, your Bitcoin is gone forever. Keep that in mind. That is it. If you join us late, be here on Thursday at 6 p.m. Because if this interview happens, honestly, I am bursting with excitement at this one. This is going to be a huge one for me, most definitely. So come and join me on Thursday. If you're watching, if you're listening on the podcast, thank you for listening. I'm sorry you can't see the graphics. Um, 24 hours from now, you'll have the squares come up somewhere over here um, that will link you to other websites and other interviews, etc. Click on them and learn, people. The best thing you can ever do is learn. OK, if you learn about Bitcoin, you will know why Bitcoin. John M., I'm not telling you. I never tell. I want you to be here Thursday at six o'clock. And let's hope he doesn't let me down because I'll be gutted. But if he does, that's completely out of uh, my control. That is it. I'm out of here. Please tweet this out. Please tweet it if you're on Twitter saying let's help this channel get to a thousand subs. Let's share the link out to the channel and let's get more noobs finding the channel so we can hit a thousand subs. I want to make this thing happen and I want to do this thing before Christmas if I can. I'm gone. Going to leave you with my social media links. Go and check out Thursday's show with Margot Paez from the Bitcoin Policy Institute. It was awesome. And I'll catch you all on Thursday. Here's my social media links. <laughs>